Good morning. Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Taco. Oh, great reminder. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. That's awesome. That'll get us through the day. That will get us through the day. <laughs> All right. I went first last time. What you got this morning? So I've been thinking about anchor charts and specifically stepping back from them and letting my kids make them instead. I love that. My anchor charts aren't aren't nearly what they should be. Well, I, I always loved mine because they're, you know, I, I do them on my own time. So they, they look really cute and they're really nice and they, you know, I think they make sense. But I was sort of reflecting on it and thinking it's probably better if kids have some ownership over that and how I can get them to make them instead, even though they won't, you know, maybe necessarily look quite as nice, but their fingerprint will be on it, you know? But you might you might have six versions of it or four versions of it. Right. So what I was thinking was putting kids in groups. This would be perfect for either a review day or after you've covered something for a couple days and they, you know, they have the grasp of it. And have them make an anchor chart for whatever content you've been doing. And it could be a really cool synthesis activity. They could work in groups. Okay, what should be on our chart, right? Um, and then doing a gallery walk of the different anchor charts. Yep. And having groups give each other feedback. Oh, you missed this. Or, you know, this is out of order or whatever. And then they go back and they revise it, make it better. You know, and then you can eventually, maybe you even vote. I don't know. But eventually you end up picking one. The to, anchor chart with the best information. Right, exactly. But along the way, you know, the kids are are synthesizing and analyzing what they have and evaluating one another's. And I think it could be a really, really cool exercise. It's like a low-key way to add in some rigor. Yeah. And it's a better way to do a gallery walk because you're not just presenting information. They've created the information. And then if they're critiquing the other posters, especially for what they're missing. Right. That's perfect. Oh, this really nice synthesis there. That's what I was thinking. They're not regurgitating anything. You know, it's really pushing them to to process it in a way that um, they have to just, yeah, that rigor is really, really high. I like that. Sometimes yeah. we, we worry about having the kids do anchor charts in class as if it's you know a non-rigorous activity. Mm -hmm. But that's a good way, one, to add the visual culture to the classroom, get mm -hmm. the kids to synthesize what they're learning, and then get them up out of their seats. Yeah. I think it would make them proud to see their own handwriting somewhere in the room. you know. And then I, it's good for me to give a little control up and right. <laughs> invite them into the visual culture of the space. And of course, there's no reason why you can't still also make the anchor chart. And True. if they're doing it for a review, hopefully there's the anchor charts for the unit already. Yeah, good point. They can use what you already have up there to make their own. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All I was right. just thinking of some ways to, you know, sort of combine rigor and review with visual culture. And so that's on my mind. I'm going to give that a shot. See how it goes. Anchor charts are great, too, for, yeah, the visual culture, mm -hmm. marketing the classroom, making it look like a nice, inviting learning space. Totally. And then when the kids, you know, daydreaming or thinking about other things, they can look at their anchor chart and be reminded, oh, I did, I did that good work. Yeah. And I always think, you know, if they're not paying attention to me and they get distracted by the room, hopefully at least there's something in the room that is worth getting distracted by. You know, like if they're going to sort of, you know, their eyes are going to wander, hopefully there's something good for them to wander to. They'll still learn when they're, you know, starting to think about something else. Yeah. Because we all do it. We all look around in their classroom. Oh, for sure. That's just human. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's student, on your mind? Student-run anchor charts. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about something I saw on the Teacher's Humor Instagram account. I love that account. They're good. Uh, and it's the H-U-M-O-U-R. Yeah. The correct British way. Yeah. Spelling it. Yeah. They had a t-shirt that says, forget jury duty. 
everybody should have substitute teacher duty. Oh my gosh. And I, I, love I, thought, that. I thought that was quite a clever phrase, but yeah. I did think a little bit deeper if everybody had to sub, it'd give a good reminder of what schools are like. Remind because I think we've romanticized what schools are like if you're not working in them. Yeah. You've you've forgotten what it's like to have 25, 30 kids there to be in charge of delivering some lesson. Oh my gosh. Making sure you cl- you're managing the classroom, you're engaging them in the content. Yeah. You're doing a good job explaining whatever it is they're learning. You're differentiating. You're differentiating. You're, you're circulating. Yeah, you're supporting social skills and emotional health. And you're making sure you're keeping track of your pacing. Yeah. Teaching is it's a rich skill. And yeah. if everyone had to do well, imagine if you had your substitute teacher day. It comes in the mail. <laughs> you're like, oh my God. And it gives you the lesson that you're subbing. Like And the grade level. Right. <laughs> Seventh grade ancient history. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine though? Because I feel like, you know, it, it's so easy to critique something that you don't know, of course. And also, I think on the flip side for education, that's true for sure. And also, I think people always have their sort of hero teacher from their own past, right? Hopefully everyone has a teacher that was wonderful that they think about, but they don't, probably don't understand how much that person was doing behind the scenes. They didn't just have these magical skills given to them. They were crafting amazing lessons and giving rich feedback and doing so much behind the scenes to make it be as magical as it was, you know? Yeah. And to make you feel the way you feel in that classroom. Yeah. Yeah. If everyone had substitute teacher duty, I think we'd all learn a lot. We'd be a lot more compassionate to each other. Mm. It'd be a funny dinner conversation saying, how's your week been? <laughs> oh, on Tuesday, I was subbing uh, an eighth grade Spanish class, or I had <laughs> I had a third grade math class on multiplying fractions. Do you think it would be like a regular jury pool where like you go and, oh. and they, <laughs> they're like, mm, no, yeah, like, no, 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 you're you. not going in. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love that. You're right. That is a, that's a funny phrase that's a cute shirt but if you unpack that for a second there's actually a lot there yeah i thought maybe that's the shirt i need to buy i love it all right easy tuesday today taco tuesday just keep that in mind and we will be okay yeah and we will see you next time thank you for listening have a great day yeah go get it guys